and summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak sailing. So all you gotta do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse or you can listen live every Friday. It's 8 o'clock. It's time for Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse on Mutiny Radio, but we're gonna be a little late like we were last week. Uh, we're gonna hold the door, if you will, for some of the comedians that are gonna be coming. The month of May has been the cruelest month for Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. If you've been a stalwart listener, I thank you. And uh, tonight is a Hell Hat show. We do have comedians. We're gonna, we have, uh, hey, Dana's here, yeah! Uh, but then Dina Weinstein, uh, she's here, that's great. So is Arden, David Stolowitz. And Benjamin, the other people who are booked on the show, not here yet. So we're going to give them a moment to get here. That's kind of how that's going to work. I'm like, really? What? This happened last week. So I'm like, you guys know that there's like people listening out there, like thousands of them or whatever. And, like, what? and I'm like, where, where, where are you, comedians? What is going on that's cooler than this? Are we allowed to have jello shots? That's not really imbibing alcohol, is it? It's like more of a food source. Uh, I know. Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. Coming up next, we're going to hang out and listen to some more music. And then I promise you, just fast forward this podcast for like maybe 15 minutes. And then we'll be back with great, awesome comedy from the Hell Hat. Woo! Yay. Uh, MutinyRadio.fm. Hooray. Bye.
Here we are. We have two actual paying audience members, and that is a motherfucking audience here at Mutiny Radios. We're starting the show. We're not holding. We do not give a fuck. Tonight is a Hell Hat show, which is a super fun show. No one knows what's going to come out of the Hell Hat. Actually, that's not true. I wrote down everything people wrote on the internet. I've seen them all once. Uh, I have certain ones that I do want to pick out, but they're all random inside. But there's some amazing things. So what happens is people on the internets, and you guys came in today and you wrote some things as well. They write things on the internets and then I rewrite them on little pieces of paper. We put them into the hat and then comedians draw them out and they make improv magic in front of your faces. Wow! They can segue into their own material or they can just make the magic happen. They're not gonna tell you either way. It's gonna be fun, yay! So I'm gonna show you how it works. There's things happening in this hat and I'm just gonna grab this one. Ugh. All right. I didn't, I didn't want to get all, phil- I mean, I do like philosophy. You know, I'm into philosophy as much as the next guy. I love The Spoke Zarathustra by Nietzsche when he talks about beating an old woman up with a stick. I'm like, yeah, fuck those old bitches up. They don't know what the fuck is going on. I know. Ubermensch, the Ultraman, Superman. Yeah, fuck the women. Got it. Mario Brothers is a metaphor for World War II. That's what this says. I, I mean, I tried to say something and then say something else and then make th- this sound smart. I don't know how to... I'm like, am I supposed to... So two, two Italian plumbers can't make it to the surface. They cannot break the ceiling, the, the, the asphalt ceiling, if you will, in the United States until World War II when all the other plumbers are sent overseas to work on submarines, which are just like big pipes underground. So the Italian brothers came here taking advantage of being immigrants and got to be great plumbers working from the bottom up. And then when everyone came back, no one had jobs. Yay, I don't don't know, yay. (laughs) It's a feminist thing, yay. Okay, there we go. So not all the things people write are true. And on the other side are weird parts of my old, I was looking for paper today, well, cause I don't, I like to recycle, reuse, recycle, right? Looking for, I don't wanna like take nice paper and write bullshit on it. So I took some of my, I went to grad school years ago and I had all this paper because it was for, you know, writing or whatever. And there's a lot of unnecessary printing in the early thousands. Anyway, so I took, old things so you can read either side of the paper like I could read of a notorious pimp who ironically went something nearly killed I didn't know we were still doing jokes about Ian Levy Uh, (laughs) sorry that was that was dumb Uh, there's one this one this is cute uh, Bill Maher makes me feel blank. We can play a game without Bill Maher makes me feel. We'll see if any of us can match together on the match game. Bill Maher makes me feel blank. What'd you say? Hey, Bill Maher makes you feel, huh? That's a great answer. Did not match with me. Bill Maher makes me feel, huh? No, it didn't work. Mine was actually dead inside. Bill Maher makes me feel dead inside. That's what happens, okay? That's. That's how that works. 
That guy is way too smart for me. I'm like, who? What is? We still care about the Russians. Red Dawn, Wolverines. I'm still scared of Cubans because of the '80s when I grew up, and that's what they. Left foot green. This is a dumb approach for someone to try to make us be all like physical about left foot green. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm gonna play. Isn't isn't that the cutest? I think this would be the cutest way to be like a rapist. Would be like to be like the the Twister rapist, right? Like you get the junior hires into the game of Twister, and that's once you've got them pinned, you're like ha ha ha. No game of Twister is safe. Now I've ruined your life forever. College will never be the same. That lube. You're going to be cute in that lube twister game, but no longer. I'm putting that back. That's dumb. More physical comedy. People that write physical comedy things. I'm like, oh, you guys. This is jerk faces. I'm too old for that. Uh, I, uh, not Do you own an iron? No. I have not. I haven't paid taxes in 10 years. Why would I own an iron? <laughs> that is like the dumbest. Like, I mean, a job. <laughs> you iron. Who are you trying to impress? Ha <laughs> Then that's so funny because like people actually do try to impress other people. Like that's the whole purpose of irons. Irons exist for a reason. Why would you, why would there be a whole industry based on ironing your clothing? Of course, because you want to look good for other people. And why? Like why, why do we decide that a crisp shirt and a thing means something, right? Like can't we just all go back to linen? What's wrong with us? <laughs> Right? Just let it like relax. <laughs> Paper or plastic. Uh, this is rough for me because I use paper again. I use them for my uh, composting. So I feel like I can get a second life out of my paper. But, and plastic, I mean, I guess I put cat poo in it. But I read, well, I didn't read, I saw it on like a Netflix thing, you know, like Netflix shaping my life. Yay, teaching me about other countries. And so it was like this Palestinian like thing where they all live in tents now because they're not people or whatever. But the ladies were, they took plastic bags out of the garbage and then they cut them into strips and they were crocheting them into fucking baskets. Ha 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 so like paper or plastic I don't know it depends okay anyway so I was impressed by the they made they made shit out of plastic bags who does that who wrote this bullshit Carpenter Hardwood the only thing I can think of is I get really upset that we like to you know take all the hair I, when you say I'm thinking when this is Carpenter Hardwood this isn't like I'm an architect and I have a serious question for you comedians on stage this is like some oblique reference to vaginal hair and so <laughs> Carpenter Hardwood right that's sad and it makes me think like okay so I don't I have a big carpet because I am lazy and I mean, I don't, I mean, okay, so like when you think about marijuana, everyone wants to, they trim the bud so hard. You know, like we're going, you go to the fucking dispensary and it's just this buds and they're all like all condensed and you're like, what? It's like there's no nature left in it. It's just THC all together. I like to see a little leaf, you know what I'm saying? I like some red hairs off the side. I'm just like, let me finger fuck my bud. Why do you do that? Don't do that. Like stop, stop shaving up the bush, man. We got this. Hard, carpet hardwood. 
carpet all day. Ex- uh, but that's the thing. It's like carpet in a bathroom never works. So like this isn't, I mean, right? The worst place I ever passed out was in someone's carpeted bathroom, right? Like in front of their toilet in the carpeted bathroom. It was the worst. Like it was comfortable at the time because I was so wasted. But wow, like piss carpet is no good and it's real. Why would you carpet your toilet room? It makes no sense. Even if it was a house full of lesbians, you're still going to get some dribble sometime in a while. But with dudes, they got no idea where they're pissing at all, ever. Like you could have the seat up or down. They could be six years old or six. It doesn't matter. You get in there and there's, if you took a black light into a room and it like figured out pee and you were with any, it'd be on the, how to get on the ceiling. What is that about? I was married. I know this is real. <laughs> Sorry, okay. Let me do the last one and then I'll open it up for you guys and start it up then. Wow, this is really difficult. Um, three tips to give Mike Pence on becoming cool. Start, number one, start smoking weed, bro. <laughs> you want to be fucking cool? You want to know what the cool kids do? Out here in San Francisco, <laughs> we smoke the buds, yo. <laughs> we smoke all the greens. Come on. Like, okay, two, learn to skateboard. He's only 49. He's not too old to learn to skateboard. That could make him cool. Like with kids, right? And he's Christian, so he's already prayed to Jesus. So you know he's not going to like die or anything on a skateboard. The worst thing that's going to happen, he's going to break an ankle, maybe. Come on. Third thing to make Mike Pence cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just got to like maybe switch his part over, like switch his part to the other side, like loosen it up. You know, he's just so hard. Hey, how you doing? I was just tasked with trying to help Mike Pence be cool. I was supposed to give him three things. I said, one, start smoking pot. Two, learn to skateboard. He's only 49. He can still do it. And three, switch up the part. It's okay. Right? Just a little bit. You know how like your bangs are always to one side and everybody sees you one way? Like... And then if you just switch them or, or it's the same thing. Like, you know, you used to be a librarian and you had glasses in a bun and then you take your glasses out and you shake that bun out and you're like, ha 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 librarian no more. Now fun partier. Hey, come on, come on in. We're just about to sing the song. Getting started with the hell hats. Um, if you sang the song before, sing along with me. If you don't know it, then you'll learn it really quickly. Yay. M-U-T-I-N-Y. Comedy Clubhouse. Comedy. Clubhouse. Comedy. Clubhouse. Together we will bring our jokes up high. Hi, hi, hi. We can quietly cough in here. Actually, if, if we all agree as a group to smoke pot, we can. Do we all agree as a group that we can all smoke pot inside? Okay, good. Well, then we'll close the door and smoke pot. M-U-T-I-N-Y. Comedy Clubhouse. You want to come inside my clubhouse? Yay! We're going to hotbox my clubhouse. Yay! Uh, I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. I did a set to show you what happens out of the hat. You're going to pull things out of the hat, and then you can throw them on the ground. We'll pick them up later. It'll be a super fun time. Um, we're, you you want to go first? You okay? Do you want to roshan with Arden? You want to, you're fine. You're first. We'll do Tuesday, then Wednesday. Your first comedian has a show here on the station on Tuesdays from 10 to midnight called Occult Oubliette. You're going to love him. Clap your hands together for David Stolowitz. Yay! All right, let the games begin. 
Hi. Oh, thank you. What's your name? Nice to meet you, Lisa. <laughs> Was that on one of the cards? Random audience member? Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Let's do this. Dolores Park. That's it. <laughs> A lot of people like to get high in Dolores Park, I know. Um, it's a beautiful place. And uh, I've seen parrots over there, too. Sometimes they come down from Telegraph Hill, I guess. Um, and you can blow bubbles there. And uh, you can buy dark drugs if you're into that sort of thing. But you have to sneak around the kids. Um, but Dolores Park is usually where the Pride Parade ends up. I know that. And uh, it's in the Mission District. It's like, is the old mission, from what I understand. It was closed for a while when I took people up there. I, uh, I took um, my boyfriend's uh, sister and niece there like on their first trip over to San Francisco and they didn't speak any English so I was playing interpreter which was great for my Spanish it was really good practice and uh, you know I'm workable I mean I don't know enough about it uh, but like I can fish for words if need be and people get the intent like you, you don't always have to speak the language people understand or ah you know humans like Tony says okay Lay down. Oh, all right. I suppose it began with my mother. Um, <laughs> now, oh, you have a hole in the ceiling, Pam. Were you aware of this? Just put some caulk right up there and a little bit of plaster. I think you're good to go. Unless, like, is there somebody's apartment up there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I think I met that guy one night. You know, he, he came over at, like, 1030. I was smoking out with, like, a guest. And he's like, I didn't know there were still people here after 10. Um, let's see. No, I should stay laying. I could do this for a little bit. It's nice. It's good for the back. Ah, here. This is the jackknife from Pilates. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. The, the most skillful people can, like, go totally vertical and fold themselves perfectly. So, yeah, you got to work your abs. That's what it's about. <sighs> two, three. Yes. Ah. Yeah, I started learning Pilates method in college. Uh, Dr. Pilates like got incapacitated. He was stuck in a hospital, and he didn't want to atrophy like everybody else. So he was trying to find like a way to stay flexible. And he discovered how to move around in his hospital bed and get all the exercise he needed done. And he looked better than a lot of bodybuilders back then. So it was great. I'm ready for the next card. <laughs> uh, let's see what we got here. I food for the rest of your life. Huh? What's up with the syntax tonight? Oh, one food? Okay. Um, carne asada. <laughs> My boyfriend makes such good carne asada, you guys. It's authentic. It's real. I mean, he, he does everything but kill the cow himself. It's great. Uh, now, we usually drink a lot of Modelo with it. That's not something I want to do the rest of my life. Um, not quite as healthy. But, uh, yeah, it works out. Um, I was a vegetarian for two years. I suppose I could go back to it. I still don't eat pork. I mean, other than my boyfriend's chorizo. But, uh, yeah, that's one of my old jokes. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's delicious. I don't know if it's so nutritious, but... Uh. <laughs> Lisa Byrne from Ireland. Who's that? 
Oh, okay. Well, so far she seems nice. <laughs> I like Ireland. I know a lot of good people from Ireland. I'm like one-fourth Irish. Not that it matters. <laughs> you know, everybody came over when they ran out of potatoes or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Because it was like a monoculture, wasn't it? Cause, which is strange because there's like 300 different varieties of potatoes in South America. But they just had to pick that one boring brown one. And that became like the entire food staple. But yeah, um, the, the boss for the job I'm about to finish up with is Irish. He lives in San Carlos. And uh, he thinks he knows a lot about children because he was a soccer coach once. So every time he's telling me how to do my job, it's like, back when I was a soccer coach. <laughs> Like, uh, yeah, but these are eighth graders. Anyway. <laughs> Best part of a cat. The twat, definitely. No. <laughs> um, the indifference. You got to earn a cat's love, and there's something so rewarding about that. After a long day, they're like, I've decided you're not entirely a terrible person. I shall grace you with my presence now. I could do without him on the net. I think that's been done to death. Um, you know, kind of like school shootings. See, hey, there I go. I'm going to my material again. All right. Uh, let's see. Maybe it's automatic. Drag queens. Oh, let me tell you about drag queens. So um, there's this drag queen named Charlie Ballard slash Debbie Devereaux. And uh, I uh, have a mic on Mondays in San Jose at the Blue Chip Sports Lounge. Come on down. It's great. Eight to ten. But uh, yeah, so I was doing a gay theme mic because like I went to my support group. I, I started being able to go to a monthly 30 something group in uh, San Jose, uh, which is really nice because my boyfriend's like almost 50. So a little bit of a life experience difference. It's nice to have people to relate to. And uh, we were going to have this gay takeover of the mic. And like all my friends were excited. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to come. We're going to show up. It's going to be great. Fuckers flaked. Only two of them came. I mean, that includes Charlie. So Charlie saw this, and he's just like, I'm there, gay event. And he gets down there, and there's like six of my straight buddies there, because I always trick them into showing up by saying there's going to be an audience. That's how I maintain the mic. I get people all the way from Sacramento. It's great. <laughs> so um, he, he gets there, and he's just like, where's all the gay guys? And the two of us raise our hand. And he's just like, oh, I, I didn't come here to entertain straight people. That I, nah, nah. And then he just starts like talking about anal beads and fisting his ass and just getting as blue as you possibly can for like five minutes. And everybody's just staring disgustingly. And he's just like, well, if this was a real gay event, they would have thought it was hilarious. And I'm just like, bullshit. And he's like, well, you're not a real gay guy. <laughs> you know, I can't please everybody. But yeah, I, I don't fit in even with the outcasts I've noticed. Like, there's a lot of stereotypical gay things I just don't enjoy. Like worshiping women, shitting on men. Um, you know, clothes shopping. Clothes shopping is so fucking boring to me. I just want to get it over with. I swear they're, they're pumping sleeping gas into those stores. I just, I go out and just like, get me out of here. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see what's next. <laughs> Worst part of drinking IPA, the cost. It's so expensive. <laughs> Fuck. And, uh, you know, I can drink IPA on my own, but it's just, like, twice as depressing. So I only want to buy IPA when I'm with other people, which means I'm going to get, like, bar costs. And it adds up, and then you have to tip on top of it, or people think you're a horrible person. And God is watching, and he sees when you don't tip. 
Um, that's a circumcision joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see. Uh, Trump, take a dump on Trump. Uh, I'm sick of Trump. Um, the one thing I would argue about Trump is it's not just one guy. Like people are like, well, what if he did get shot? Then Pence would replace him. Ugh. You know, <laughs> um, Trump arises mutually along with the rest of America, and uh, so it's like Trump is like the Joker. You know, Batman inadvertently created him. <laughs> Um, yeah, I want to see him impeached, and, and people are, are starting to talk about it like it's a certainty. It's not yet. I, I think we'd like to think that, but it's it's going to take some work to get him and the rest of them out of office. Because um, remember, like, when they tried to do impeachment stuff, even with Clinton, how long it dragged out, how expensive it got, and the drama? I'm not sure that's good for the country, but I don't know. What we need is like a Watergate-style scandal for him to get caught in. And the Russia stuff, there might be something there. But I think he really needs to get caught with an underage stripper. That's what needs to happen. You know, wrong place, right time. Okay. Let's see. Stand on one foot. Okay. It's a little harder with back problems, but I can make this work. Uh, oh yeah, counterbalance. Okay, so, but what am I supposed to do when I'm on one foot? You know, um, uh, what is uh, compassion? What is wrong for your neighbor? Uh, don't do to him. Uh, the rest is commentary. Yeah, that's hell. Um, <laughs> uh, this is boring. Let's do something else. <laughs> uh, who do you think will win the championship? <laughs> Context? Hello? <laughs> the championship? I mean, if this is a joke about something, about what is it? <laughs> I mean, look at this. This is with two E's. <laughs> I don't want to win a pissing contest, that's for sure. Yeah, next one. <laughs> okay. You're the mayor, you get to make three laws. Go. Okay. Um, first of all, oh, weed is legal. Yay. Uh, let's see. Second of all, uh, every business has to let people use the bathroom. No more of this shit, okay? You've got the toilets, let people use it. <laughs> Be nice if the city had more facilities, but we, there's enough. Um, third law let's see up the speed limits it's it's not logical you'd think it was based on reasonable speeds but it's more about like gas mileage and prices when the 60s when it was set um especially for the highways i want to see some like autobahn style you know like 80 90 miles per hour speed limit spice things up a bit all right okay thanks everybody Listen to him on Tuesday nights. Colt Oubliette here on MutinyRadio.fm. Your next comedian, he's on Wednesday nights from 10 to midnight on a show called The Night Space. He's going to wow you with his improv. What are you grabbing first? You got to get get the Altoid? Yeah, sure. Fresh breath for that audience. Fuck yeah, getting close. You never know what's going to come out of the hell hat. It might say make out with an audience member. What? He'll have fresh breath for it. 
Also, good jokes. <laughs> Clap wildly for Arden! Yay! Uh, thank you, Mutiny. It's good to be here. It's good to see all you smiling people in the audience. Oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, let's get right into it. Woo. Okay. Digging around. What we got? You are addicted to blank. Or is that supposed... Oh, they've got a line here. I think there's supposed to be some coke on there. <laughs> it must have fell in the bag. I've never done coke. Uh, I know some people who've done coke. Uh, actually, one of, one of the uh, least happy nights of my life, but happiest nights of other people's lives, has been uh, as a result of coke. Uh, see, I was living in Philly, or outside Philly, uh, with a couple of fraternity brothers. And they uh, uh, took me out to this party at Man in Maniunk, where I was a designated driver. And uh, what that meant was, at a random stoplight in Maniunk, they, they ran out of the car. <laughs> and uh, they never told me where the party was. Uh, and uh, they wouldn't pick up their phones. Uh, and when they did pick it up, it sounded like an awesome party that I wasn't at. Uh, so I hung out in Maniunk for a little bit, got, you know, had a couple drinks, and went home uh, when I was sober. Uh, don't drink a drive. And uh, the next morning I woke up uh, to find... Uh, you ever see Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? Yeah, so uh, I shit you not, a giant American flag in the living room, a bunch of pies randomly in the kitchen, uh, the car parked crooked across the lawn, uh, and uh, those two guys just out cold, right? So when they came to, uh, they explained what happened, which was they went to this awesome party. They did a bunch of blow. They had a taxi driver driving back to the house. But on the way back, uh, one of the guys spotted an American flag at the top of the highway. So he ran out of the cab. The cab driver took the other guy home. He went up. He fetched the American flag because he can't fly it at night. That's a big thing. He was a Boy Scout. Eagle Scout. So, yeah, you got to make sure not to fly the flag at night. Uh, so he took that home with him. He jogged the whole way back home, which is like three miles. Uh, yeah, Coke, Coke will do that to you, you know. And the other guy, uh, he decided uh, they were going to go up to the, uh, the, the supermarket. So they got in the car and they drove up to the supermarket. And while they were there, uh, four in the morning, no one's running the place. It's just empty. Yeah, uh, I mean, they're stocking stuff, but no one, no one's running the registers. So they wandered around. They ate random stuff in the shelves and just left the empty stuff. And uh, when they got to the front, they, uh, they saw these pies. And they're like, well, no one's here. Free pie. So they took all these pies. And, so they, and then they, you know, obviously, they, they parked the car crooked across the lawn. And that's how we got crooked car pies and American flag. You know, so... <laughs> So don't kids don't do drugs, but do mellow drugs like you know do do pot. Pot's cool. All right. Uh, free beer tomorrow party. Free beer tomorrow party. Free beer tomorrow party. <laughs> you see, it, this is about poor planning. I. Uh, See, when I was in the fraternity, uh, I, I used to drink a ton before I gave the stuff up. Uh, and uh, one time we had this party we were going to have, but bad planning. Uh, they, uh, they left all the beer in the walk-in freezer. 
which was behind a door that the cook had the keys to and the president of the house had the keys to but the cook uh, she went home for the day and the, we couldn't call her because she didn't want to deal with us she had enough of our shenanigans for the day you can imagine uh, but and the president was away at a conference and we weren't supposed to be having the beer that was the whole plan was to not have us have access to the beer uh, well we said nuts to that and uh, we drilled the door uh, 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 diehard style you know counting down having the FBI shut down the power uh, commandos at the ready and uh, we got that beer out of there uh, SEAL Team 6 style and uh, we had that party god damn it uh, so that's a, that you know free beer tomorrow party just good planning you know door uh, this is a lesson to all of you locks and doors are only to keep honest people out <laughs> okay look at this face I've seen some shit all right god all with the blank uh Skunk tastes like blank. I'm not doing that. No. I cuz I I had a I, I oh god. I'm a softy ladies. Uh I had a stuffed animal skunk as a kid I grew up with. So I'm I have I have a love of and abiding for skunk. So I'm not I'm not going down that road. So anyway. All right. Oh, here we go. This is good. I like this. Uh, I'm not one for them, but uh, Teen Mom the Musical. Uh, so I've seen enough of Teen Mom uh, to know, again, this is a poor planning thing. Again, uh, everything comes down to poor planning. It really does with Teen Mom uh, the Musical. I think, uh, man, I think it would start out with a big number, uh, the football game, and then all the cheerleaders getting knocked up, and then uh, another musical number at the OBGYN when they all find out they're pregnant. Uh, and, and then one big happy musical number when they all uh, wind up working at the shop right together. So, you know, it's Team Mom the Musical. Anyway, just a, just a pitch, just a pitch. All right. Oh. Well, that's an interesting... So, this is interesting. The inner monologue of Benjamin Button. So, I haven't thought a lot about this. because, But people... I, I have this problem. I age backwards as well. Uh, I'm 967 years old, uh, but I look like I'm 12. Uh, no. It's Benjamin Button. He ages backwards, right? And there's... Uh, they stole this from Arthurian legend, right? Which is that Merlin actually lives time in reverse, right? That's, it, that's his old deal. Uh... But it's interesting because uh, Arthurian legend is actually bullshit too. So I was watching this YouTuber, and God bless her heart, she was doing this re uh, movie review of that new King Arthur movie, which is apparently god-awful. And so she's just ripping it for not having anything to do with the Arthurian legend. I'm using air quotes here on the radio. And uh, the problem, why I air quotes that, is uh, what she didn't do her research, and I did because I study medieval literature in goddamn college, because I have a diploma that I don't use. Uh, I make coffee. And I tell dick jokes. That's what I do. Uh, anyway, I guess the English helps with that. But neither here nor there. Arthurian legend was actually made up by a French guy who was in prison. That, it, it's all bullshit. 
Yeah, at, at one time there was kind of a bear, bear, bear barbarian horde that you might consider something kind of akin to that. But he made up all that bullshit. Excalibur, the whole thing. It's very French. Lots of whores and fucking and brothers and cousins and stuff. You know, it's very French. Very French. When you really think about it, it's very French, not English. All right. I'll be out of town, but have a blast. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. So I'll, I'll tell you another true story about myself. Uh, Dad, Carol, please don't kill me. Um, so uh, when I was in high school, all right, I was a good kid. I didn't drink. I didn't do drugs. I didn't smoke. I, I followed. I was toast. Manila, like just plain toast, nothing on, no, no butter, no flavor, just boring, straight and narrow toast. Uh, but I got a hair up my ass because I got into my college that I wanted to go to, and I was like, it's the summer before I go to college, let's do the whole teen movie bullshit thing, right? Let's have a party. Uh, so I invited a few of my friends over. It was going to be a, a very small gathering, like 15 of my friends hanging out and just doing that. No, one of my friends being, you know, one of my friends, uh, his name's Lars. Uh, God bless Lars. He's very much like a Lars, you know, like a crazy drummer type, you know, something like that. Uh, only he was a hockey player, so even more screws loose. Uh, but anyway, he called up like half of everybody and everybody started showing up. It's like, oh shit, no, we, we've, we've made it onto the radar. Uh, so I shut the thing down, uh, but not before they did enough damage. Uh, they ate everything in the refrigerator. Uh, so I just assumed my parents wouldn't notice or assume that, you know, I decided I was hungry one day. Uh, and then uh, they rearranged all the furniture in my room. And I had big furniture. This was like a two, three-man job. And I'm just me now, having to rearrange all this shit. Yeah, it took me some ingenuity, levers and things to figure that out but yeah ah man i swore i'd never have another party and there's no alcohol involved here this is all straight edge kids sobriety will make you do crazy shit yep thank you uh damn betsy you have to push (sighs) you see i (laughs) Everybody knows this. I I am a cheap date. And I, you know, this, back when I had a car and I used to take girls out all the time, I, I'd only put $5 in the tank. <laughs> so, damn Betsy, you're going to have to push if we're going to make it to the gas station for me to refill this thing and uh, get us to the movies on time. Oh, man. You no, we're not getting a large popcorn. That's not that's not happening. No, no, I don't I don't have money. I no no and no, you're not getting candy too. No, it's popcorn and a soda. And we're sharing two straws. That's that's what's happening. <sighs> anyway, you've been a fantastic audience. Thank you very much for listening. Give it up for Pam Benjamin. Arden, no popcorn for Betsy. And if you should get enough of that free butter to help push the baby out later. There's, you know, there's, there's nothing sexy about hand jobs, but if you're getting it with the popcorn butter at the movie, somehow that's okay. Somehow that's sexy. <laughs> Your next comedian, she's the one you're here to see. Oh, let's see what she pulls out of the hat. Clap her hands together for Dina Weinstein. Yay! 
All right. Um, I hope it's a good one. <laughs> Punch story. Oh, man. I think this is supposed to be me telling a story about getting drugged by some punch. <laughs> Pretty sure that's what you guys are asking for. Um, so this one time I was in Bermuda and I went to this party. It was like the, this yacht club that was having this party and I was with a good friend at the time. And we were 22, so we were really stupid. Um, and. We were like, oh man, like we need to find like where the, like a club or like something cool. And instead we found some old guys. And this old dude came up to me and like was like, hey, like there's this club that like my friend and I are gonna like boat to. And I was like, alright, <laughs> like <laughs> fuck it, like I don't know what else to do. So they were like we had to do like a little like side conversation, like, well, like what do you want to do? like what do you want to do like what do you want to do? Like, so we're like, all right, like we'll see like what happens like you know, if by like the next round of drinks like they actually take us to this club like we'll keep hanging out. So they bring the round of drinks and there's four of us, two old guys and me and my 22 year old friend, and <laughs> I just let her start drinking because I was like fuck no like I do not know what this old dude has put in this punch. <laughs> and, <laughs> And they're all drinking, and then this other, the other old dude, so there's like old dude, like long hair beard man, and then there's like kind of like pot belly old dude. That'll be our describing factors. He notices this, and he's like, we, your friend's not drinking, and I, like he said that to my friend, and I'm like, oh, me, no, like I'm just, I've had so much, you know, just taking a break. And then he's like, no, like you haven't drank anything that we brought you, and calls me out for being worried that Two old men who have picked me up in a foreign country may have drugged me. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was a fun night, I promise. Um, ooh, least favorite body part. I don't know why I'm so excited by that, but I am. Uh, it reminds me of Mean Girls when they all stand in the mirror and they're like, "Oh, my thighs, uh, this and that." And then like the, and then Lindsay Lohan finds something like really awkward to say, which. I can't remember, but in my family, we have genetic underarm flab. <laughs> like, right there. It's like, the older I get, the, like, the more, like, push that gets. It's like, it's going to go all the way around soon. <laughs> next year, next year is going to be pretty gross. I'm gonna wear, I'll wear short sleeves to the next show. Teach self-defense. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm actually, I am going to teach you guys self-defense. I don't have my keys up here, but I have a lesson from my dad. When I worked at Starbucks and had to leave work late, you hold the keys so that they're sticking out, and then you're gripping the rest of the key. And then you kind of just, like, walk normally, and then when you get attacked, you punch them like a Power Ranger, like, back off. And that's how they do it in New Jersey. <laughs> I can't live without dot, dot, dot. Potatoes. We were talking about potatoes earlier. 
we were talking about best foods, and I can't live without them. That is, there's really no story there. That is just something I love. <laughs> Which hat is the best hat? <laughs> Such a good question. Um, I'm a hat person. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. Um, man, that is a, actually like that's kind of tough. It's only Friday. Um, <laughs> I don't know why, but okay. So uh, my brows like a little big tonight, and when I thought of the word hat, I was kind of thinking of like a boob hat, and like kind of like I don't know, like it's like covering them. It would protect them from the elements if I were only wearing this, which is much like a hat. Um, and I'd say, like, as far as, like, which boob hat is the best, um, I'd say, like, a nice, strong hand, like, you know, like a guy, like, you know, like, who, like, really knows what he's doing. I would say that would be my top choice of boob hat. Which cartoon would you play in a cartoon movie of your life? I love this. This is like getting interviewed, but I can say whatever I want. I should definitely have taped myself. Um, oh, but I'm on radio, so I, that's what, wonderful. Um, cartoon movie of your life. I think I am my own cartoon, right? Like, you guys are listening to this. This isn't, like, you're like, who is this girl? But this is actually how I am. Uh, so I think in a cartoon movie of my life, I'd obviously be a mix of Peter Pan and like Shrek, I guess, because that <laughs> those seem like natural choices to me. Um, being able to fly, being able to both like live in like the wilderness, which like Shrek gets to do, but then there's like that cool castle nearby, and and. I, and then when you want to go between the two, I can fly. So, and then you don't have to grow up, which obviously I think is like key for being any cartoon character. <laughs> scared of the dark. Oh my God, did you guys watch that show? Are you scared of the dark? And then they would tell those, are, are you afraid of the dark? Yes, thank you, my bad. Okay, it was in the 90s. Um, and you would like, Nickelodeon would try and terrify children. I would love if they resurfaced this to like knock a little reality into everyone. Let's scare some kids. Like, what are we doing? We are just babying everyone these days. But I do want to talk about this because there was an episode where it was, it was like some really scary stuff. They, there was like this girl who got like abducted and... Basically, all I know is that when you looked into a mirror, the woman who abducted you would steal your beauty. Which, if you're talking about like Nickelodeon or Disney or like being a girl or a woman, like your beauty is number one. So, like, like someone's about to steal this. This is all I have. <laughs> so, I did not look in the mirror for weeks. <laughs> I would run. I would, I, are you afraid of the dark? I was 
going to the bathroom in the dark. I was worried that if I turned that light on and wasn't fast enough, all I had would be gone. Just I had to tell my dad I was scared to look in the mirror. In which he laughed, but then also I think a little bit of his like parent brain was like, what else can we scare her into? Like, how, how do we scare her into homework? <laughs> the Raven, a poor man, and the wolf. <laughs> this sounds like the start to a really good story. And, and I think it's British. <laughs> The raven, a poor man, and the wolf convened on a lovely spring day. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> I can't wait to hear the rest. <laughs> oh, the best thing to do in a blackout. So I'm from New Jersey, and that happens a lot. Uh, we don't really have that out here because we don't really have weather, but... Uh, so growing up in New Jersey, in the summers especially, for some reason, I still don't know the science behind it, but there were blackouts all the time. I think it was something with like everyone using their air conditioners at the same time or something with electricity, I don't know. And there were two things that would happen. One is everyone would get locked out of their house because in New Jersey, you just use the garage door opener. And when the power goes out, you can't get in your house because no one carries a key. They just have the button. <laughs> so. One thing that would result is you would actually have to talk to your neighbors. So there was, it was like a team project one time. We got locked out and then like, everyone's like, how do we open this garage door, this and that. And like, why not just like pop the window open, you know, and like climb in and be like, if my mom had done that, like that would have been so cool. But no, we just like sat around and like kind of waited for it to turn back on. And it was like still daytime that time, so it's cool. The other thing you get to do is eat ice cream for breakfast. So power goes out. You, you could only, it was the best game. You couldn't open the fridge many times because you had to keep the cold in. And the unfortunate timing in one situation was that my mom had, there was a sale at Pathmark or whatever supermarket and Healthy Choice frozen dinners were on sale <laughs> right before the blackout. So we had to eat a lot of them because like, God forbid these go bad. <laughs> Like, like it's not even real. Um, so we we had, I'm gonna say like eight to ten boxes of healthy choice sesame chicken with spaghetti, beef stew in a sauce, and we opened them all up and put them in one pot. <laughs> and mix them together. I'm like, this wasn't something I did. Like, my mom actually did this. It's like, you think, oh, she was a kid. Like, parents weren't home. No, like, the whole family. <laughs> we sat around, and we ate a healthy choice goulash. Yeah. Come on in, guys. Yeah. You, I'm just talking about some good family dinners I've had. <laughs> All right, I kind of like whoever, I like the yellow paper seems to be working out well for me. <laughs> Stolen cabbages. Oh my God, who would do that? <laughs> uh, first thing I think of when I think of cabbage is this really bad salad I had on the plane the other day where <laughs> all they gave me was cabbage. 
And they put it in this little box with a lid. And it was like, you went through so much effort for something I'm just going to throw out. It's <laughs> like, why? Um, the other thing I think of is like those Cabbage Patch Kid dolls. And I don't really know what happened to them, but we, we, we would like fight over them and like, they, I'm like really dating myself because honestly, I don't even remember them that vividly, so I know they had to be old. <laughs> I remember those. I have last one here. All right, let's hope it's good. Ooh, your rapper alias. I feel like that also means I probably have to rap something if I have a rap name. But I'm not positive if I'm capable of that right now. Um, to be honest, all I can think of is my stripper alias because you know how when you're growing up and it's your middle name and then the first name of your street? Well, like, I actually had a really good one, so I think that I'm just waiting to get famous so I can change names. Um, my middle name is Ava, and my street was Buchanan. <laughs> Planned it? Maybe a little bit. So I'm Ava Buchanan, but that's obviously not a good rapper name. So I think I would need to be like, I don't know why I want to be a DJ, but I think I would be like DJ Buchanan or something, you know? It's like if I'm going to rap, I'm also going to be the DJ. It's like you want to be the producer... You know, you want to be in charge. So, I'm DJ Buchanan. Thanks, guys. Dana Weinstein, everybody. Yay! Yay! And then yay! Having fun with the hell hat. Your next comedian, uh, he's, yeah, it's you. Yeah, super funny guy. Excited to see what he's going to pull out of this fuzzy hat of mayhem. Everybody clap wildly. It's David Klein. Yay! There we go. Showing my uh, improbable strength. I love how... How are you guys doing? Awesome. Good. Great. All right. <clears throat> Why did the chicken really cross the road? <laughs> This is like the worst question to start with, but I'm going to tell you the fucking secret. I'm going to tell you what happened. That chicken had his dick chopped off. He had to go pick it up. It's violent. Next card. Talk shit. That fucking chicken doesn't know anything, man. His dick was never cut off. It's a lie. That is too soon for a callback. <laughs> Even in an improv babbling hat set, it's too soon for a callback. I'm not that good at talking shit. Like, you could be like, your mom's ass is so fat, it's got its own zip code. But that's like when I was from a kid, but that's like a compliment now. If you say that to someone, you're like, oh, thanks. My mom's ass is big and beautiful. That's what people are into these days. Big ass. Not good for me, since my ass is small and tiny. Hello, welcome. I'm talking about the small size of my ass. Discomfort food. Discomfort food. Comfort food is shit. Okay, discomfort food. Um, the cabbage thing was, was giving me like PTSD, so I love cabbage and I eat a lot of it, but my body can't digest it. And I just blow ass in a way that is unconscionable. And my wife tries to like not let me keep cabbage in the fridge. And so I'll like sneak it in the farmer's market and try to eat it on the way home. And I'll like eat cabbage. Uh, but then she invariably, she will find out because there's a uh, whew, scent that happens with it. 
All right, all right, all right. Quitting your job in a satisfying way. Oh, I thought about this in so many jobs. This is the best card ever. Quitting your job in a satisfying way. I would love to get like a regal parrot or a regal bird and come into the office with it and not address it. And if someone's like, what the fuck's that bird? I'd be like, what are you, what are you talking about? Nobody, and just deny it. Just deny it. And then progressively get crazier and crazier. Like I want to get pictures of like, pr like attractive pregnant women, like, like in very erotic photos, but not all the way. So you like, can put them all over my cubicle at work. And if someone's like, David, um, why do you have so many weird photos of half naked pregnant women? I'd be like, it's beautiful. The miracle of birth. You don't get, you don't care. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And I would just keep doing that. And then I would like make like shrimp and chocolate chip cookies and bring them into the kitchen. Just like, who wants my shrimplet chip cookies? Who wants them? Who wants them? Anyone allergic to shrimp? Um, also, my, I'd microwave them. <laughs> All right, I don't know. I, I thought like I, I I have like a Google spreadsheet. And I have a Google Doc. I swear this is true. It's just a bulleted list of ways I would quit work if I won like a billion dollars. And like I just have like I, I wish I could. I can't even remember them. They're all just stupid. Um, God, it would be so amazing. Oh, I would go to like the shitter and I'd bring my laptop in there and wait for someone to come in and just type and go no no. And then like you know, okay. That was probably like 10 times longer than it needed to be. Which Sesame Street, spelled incorrectly, which Sesame Street character, which looks like chocolate, do you identify with, with most? Which Sesame Street character do I identify with most? Is there a Jewy Sesame Street character? Oh, that was just, yeah. Uh, um, I don't really, you know, I don't really identify with many of the Sesame Street characters. Yeah, I know. I know it's weird, huh? I I don't. Was that that was poorly done, but it was the truth. Avoiding debt collectors. Oh, I think you have to tell them that you're underage. They're not illegally allowed to collect. Yeah, so if they call, you're just like, "Hi, I'm looking for David." I'm like, "Where's my mommy?" Um, that's how I answer the phone, actually. No matter what anyone says, <laughs> "Where's my mommy?" That's uh, foreplay in my house. It's really weird. My wife's a pedophile, but I've saved her. So it's good. So glad she's not here. I'm so glad she's too young to know how to use the internet and listen to this. Uh, <laughs> has a pigeon ever flown so close that you actually needed to move your head? Absolutely. If you lived in this city, there's a billion pigeons. I'm always, and they fly so with such pride and strength. I'm always thinking they're coming for me. I'm so paranoid. They're like coming and I'm worried about getting shat on. I, I have a great getting shat on story. I don't know if it's great, but I'm going to say it anyway. I was walking my dog and this big shit hits my arm. Like, it was like, like heavy. And I look and it wasn't a shit, but it was half an avocado cut in half, which feels like a giant shit with the spray. And I'm like, what sort of motherfucking kid threw a goddamn half avocado at me? That's like $5. <laughs> and it's delicious. And I'm weird about it. I look up. I swear this is true. I look up and there's a giant crow holding the other half of an avocado in his beak. I'm like, fuck you, crow. I was like looking ready for a kid. And it was a crow. That It, it was insane. Like Then I thought I was losing my mind. And uh, that really happened. Also a good punchline. That really happened. It's, it's one step above like, and I woke up. 
Maturebabies.com. Maturebabies. Um, this is slightly off topic, but I, I don't think I've recovered psychologically, Pam, when you were saying Mike Pence is 49. Like, in my head, I, I put him at, like, 60. In the 60, I just, like, think that he's, like, way old. Like, way older than me. Like, 49 isn't that much older than me. Like, it's really not. That's fucking frightening. I talk to 49-year-olds all the time. Like, he's... Damn. my head, they're like a, a billion. They're all like Dick Cheney's age. They're like robot plus a little human that will live forever but have already passed some sort of like centenarian death phase that will just go on for all eternity. <sighs> Mature babies. Okay. 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 We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna pull the right one here. I feel like I'm pulling the cards that like weren't part of me, you know? And this is like part of me. We're all close. We're together now. I've talked about my cabbage odors. Oh, I pulled two of these. Uh-oh. What OJ was doing that night? He's uh, doing some serious murder. <laughs> Did some real murdering. Um, really murdered. That's what everyone knows. Broken bones. Uh, broken bones. Oh, one thing I don't understand is how like you can give a guy a fucking face transplant. We can connect our, our brains and our neurons to the internet. Like, there's so much you can do, but if you break a rib, the doctor's like, eh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, yeah, you got, six, you got six weeks. Six weeks of doing nothing. There's nothing we can do. We, we can't do anything. Um, I think it's because it's Eve. It's her fault, you know? She made out of that rib. And, uh, yeah, anyways, I'm not going to talk about Adam fucking his own rib. It's kind of hacky. <laughs> that's not surprising uh but so uh i don't even know if i can i uh you know well we, we don't know how he fucked her like he could have taken her and you know he could have i don't can you blow an entire person it's like the most pornographic chili's commercial ever uh just see it was not it wasn't it wasn't really worth it Thank you. Thank you. Oh my God. This is great. I feel, I feel good about myself now. Um, best lie on your taxes. Oh dude, I lost a lot of money in comedy last year. Let me tell you. <laughs> I mean, there are transportation costs. Um, there's joke manufacturing residual net loss divisions. There's an assortment of tithes I give to various religious entities at which I am at their bequest. Uh, it's good I'm not a lawyer, clearly, as I'm fumbling my way through the periphery of legal terms. Legal, good. Doing these sets high or smart, right? Classy, good. Prescription drugs. Uh, they're not very well regulated. That's not funny. It's just sad. Prescription drugs are, for the most part, scam crapshoot. Uh, scam, scam crapshoot drugs is what we should call them. I love their names. It's like, feel good, tra. Lumetria, like the fucking names are unbelievable. We're like, okay, make it six, five syllables, positive, sound like some sort of cum lube thing, and uh, have to talk about all the. We're not, no, we're not doing, we're not doing drug side effects. We're gonna innovate here. These jokes be more innovative. I'm, I'm unhappy with my performance in those last two jokes, and you guys don't deserve that. How to tie a tie? Step one: hold your butt hard. I said I'm stepping up my game, people. I'm talking about my butt. You take the tie, you spin your body in 360-degree circle, you touch yourself this way, and you pull up, just like Robin Williams did, and then um, do that for a bit, 
and uh, you sing a Chris Cornell song. He's still alive, right? <laughs> he's good, right? He's got a great voice. What a good guy. He's doing great. He's doing great. God, God, we should, uh, yeah. Anyway, lose a man in 10 days. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, you don't have, to, if you take 10 days to lose a man, you're fucking retarded. Like, I'm sorry. Like, how hard is it to lose a man? Just fucking eat the rag, walk away. How to get away with murder. Uh, we already talked about OJ. <laughs> Boom. Uh, how much do you really know about love? Well, that's an interesting question because I am both married to a woman I love and I don't believe love exists. So it's a, it's a tough place to be. It's a tough place. Every day I'm a struggle because it's just clearly a fabrication. Like it's, there's, it's totally a fabrication, chemical. I mean, there's not, I mean like any love in a sort of spiritual sense. Like, right, like, come on, you're just filleting yourself. What are you talking about? All right. Worst job. That makes sense. Beside this set. Oh, boom. We got him. Zing. Worst job. Let me tell you about my worst job. I was selling cars. I know. I've had so many, I've had more bad jobs than anyone I know. Uh, I was in a touring band for six years. And so when you're not on tour, you go do the worst job you've ever had. And I have so many bad jobs. I don't even know where to begin. Um, I think when I was uh, jerking off puppies was, was one Okay, that wasn't true, but the true, I think the worst job I ever had, I had to pass out flyers on a Segway, wearing a helmet for a few days, and then I got pulled over by a cop while I was doing that, and it was a low point in my life, and I, and I was broke, I was in debt, and I felt really bad about myself. Not a good way to end a set, so, yeah. I'm David Klein, thank you guys so much. Hey, you Segway, don't do it. It's so scary. Your next comedian is known for zipping around with a squeeze box. Squeeze, squeeze your face over here. Clap your hands. You squeeze your hands together, everyone, for Zach Wiseman. Yay! I do not pander. Uh, here's the thing I'm looking at. Alright, you guys ready for this shit? Worst nickname. Um, like most popular uh, boys' names from like the 50s are like a Chet. Chet's pretty bad. Uh, Donnie, you change any name to an E, put an E on a name. Yeah, as an adult, uh, you're fucking, you're an embarrassment to everybody. And also, you don't know how to stand up for yourself. You know, nobody wants to be Scotty. Nobody wants to be Scotty. They want to be Scott. They would appreciate it if you call them Scott. But they're cowards and uh, very insecure. They're afraid uh, you might not be their friend anymore. So they just take it every day. Scotty, okay, fucking with Scotty. Beat me up. Oh, yeah, I get it. Fuck. So, yeah, all, most people's nicknames. I Actually, I knew a dude uh, who gave himself a nickname, which is always a ballsy move. You know, you give yourself a nickname. He, he gave himself the nickname. Uh, it was Scotty. <laughs> it was uh, Scotty Too Dope. That's what he called himself. Uh, you guys think he was a cool person or not? He was too dope. Yeah, Pam got it. Yeah, he's too. No, he's an idiot. Nobody liked him. 
lame superpower. Um, I always uh, thought it would be cool uh, to make people not know when they have to poop. <laughs> right? It's still going to happen, you know? You just don't know. So you just have to, like, you just have to go to the bathroom and just check every once in a while. Like, oh, fucking, you know, feel around. Like, I don't know. It feels like pressure... You just uh, you just uh, eat a lot of fiber and time time yourself between meals. You're like, it's been it's been two and a half hours. I'm gonna get something out. There's definitely uh, let's see other good superpowers. Uh, it would be cool to be able to. Uh, no, that's a great superpower. Never mind. Never mind. I apologize. That's a good one. I was gonna say it'd be cool to uh, be able to turn drugs on and off in your head, which is probably my fantasy of heaven. Never again happened four times last week. Um, whoever wrote this is, is either talking about drugs or fucking. I guarantee you that. Never again will I go to the movies or... It's got to be drugs or fucking, right? It's got to be drugs or fucking. Maybe lactose intolerance. Some people really like ice cream, you know. Yeah, they're just depressed, you know? They're just depressed and they couldn't stop eating the fucking ice creams. And then they didn't know if they had to poop or not because they did that shit. And then, uh, yeah, it was a terrible week for them. They did not have fun. Uh, pooped all over themselves. Lots. I do what I can. If I was honest with myself, I would stop. This is hard. I'm really honest with myself. Like, painfully so. Uh, if I was honest with myself, I would stop... Attempting to trick women into loving me. Ha <laughs> It's the most depressing thing I could think of. And also, and also accurate, because that's fucking, it's just a cruel thing I do to people. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm never going to live up to my own standards for myself. I'm not going to do that to somebody else, you know? Like, um, my mom, the lady who loves me more than anyone on the planet, uh, she divorced my father, who is a goddamn carbon copy of me. What am I gonna do? Find someone who loves me more than my mom? That's just stupid. That's a fucking a dumb attempt at shit. Also, I don't care if people kill themselves, you know? So, I just drive somebody to suicide and then not stop them. That's basically murder. Uh, yeah, okay. It's, I don't want to do that to people. I'm poison, guys. I... <laughs> Like, I, uh, I'm pretty nice outwardly compared to the shit I think. You know what I mean? Uh, sometimes I'll say something to somebody and they'll be like, whoa, that was brutal. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, I will stop talking to you now. Because that's, it'll hurt too much. Duct tape. Duct tape is fucking garbage. Why is that shit so popular? It's a fucking mediocre tape. Masking tape does just as good a job. Gaff tape, best tape. <laughs> Hockey tape, better than duct tape. And it's not even real duct tape. It's the foil tape that's actual ducting tape. That shit is just garbage that they pushed on you with a fucking cartoon duck. Goddamn saps. Never buy duct tape ever again. Invest in a better quality tape. 
That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Packing tape is great. Tyvek tape, also very great. Tyvek tape is so sticky that if you try to bite it, it'll rip the skin off your lips. That's a fucking tape. Duck tape. Fucking cartoon duck. Stupid. Candy! Um, I had a new candy the other day, uh, and now I can't stop eating it. Uh, it's my favorite candy I've ever had in my life. It has usurped, uh, lemon Jolly Ranchers, which were the best, even though Jolly Rancher canceled them, and no matter how many emails I send, they won't bring them back. Um, this new candy is, it's, uh, it's Sweet Tart Ropes. It's, uh, I, I have the garbage of the candy I ate earlier in that room. And it's the best candy I've ever had in my life. And uh, I'm, I'm kind of afraid I can spend my food stamps on it. Because I'm going to get diabetes and starve to death at the same time. And it's fucking, it's not good. But you should try it, man. The fucking the sweet tar ropes. Holy shit, man. They're real good. So good. I like candy. It's good candy. The pros and cons of capitalism discussion with... Oh, I have to fill in the blank and then come up with a bit? <laughs> I didn't even want to write this one down. Okay. Okay, so you guys pick. The pros and cons of capitalism discussion with... Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, pros, I don't get any of my core values questioned. Uh, I remain very stable. Cons, I don't get any of my core values questioned, and I just kind of remain a fucking idiot. That's what happens when you talk to a hat. <laughs> Bananas! Bananas are pretty cool. Uh, who here opens the banana from the top, the stem side? Does everybody do that? The monkeys open it the other way. Is everybody aware of that? Monkeys open it from the bottom. They just squeeze it, and then... Because you fuck with the top, you like rip a banana in half, and there's fucking mushy banana everywhere, and now fucking your day's ruined. You fucking just pinch the bottom and it peels open. It's magical. It's the best. It's the best thing in the world. It's better than all the other things in the world. It is the best. I saw this uh, this uh, YouTube preacher guy. He was going, uh, Proof God exists. Bananas. See, it fits perfectly in your hand. It's got a wrapper. You peel it, you eat it. It's perfect. It was made for, hu for human hands. Like, but it was made for m monkeys. It's a month. We're you saying you believe in evolution, dude? And then he didn't answer me because I was talking to a computer. Uh, but but also that's just a dumb fucking. That's the stupidest guy because one thing works in the universe. God exists because one convenient fucking thing. What about fucking coconuts? It's it's got a fucking wall between you and the food. You're on a fucking desert island surrounded by salt water. There's fresh water and there's coconut, but yeah, it's, it, there's a wall. You have to break through a fucking wall. Fuck God. Piece of shit. Dude, if... God's a fucking idiot, alright? He's a fucking moron. Like, okay, God, uh, omnipotent, most powerful being in the universe, uh, has great morals, uh, and then he created the most evil being that has ever existed. What? I don't trust this man's judgment at all. Creates this evil being, and then he's jealous of uh, God's love for the humans. Uh, he hates all the human. He hates the two humans that are alive, right? The two, he fucking hates them. So what God does is he puts them in a room together. What are you fucking doing? That's bad parenting. It fucking Jesus, fucking idiot. 
and then Jesus is going to come back, and then there's going to be a war between heaven and hell. Heaven's going to lose. What are they? They fucking, they're way too picky. You got like 13 people going into heaven for every 2 million that go into hell. And I, like, how are you going to train for a, a war with the demons in, in fucking paradise, just floating through clouds? That's not fucking, you know what I mean? They're going to go out there all rested and fucking, then they're going to try to stab a demon who's been walking through lava for 2,000 years. It doesn't hurt him. He doesn't fucking, God's stupid. How's my auntie? How's my auntie what? How? How? I guess, uh, I guess grandparents fuck. That's how's my auntie. That's how. Oh. <laughs> fuck you guys. Fancy sex session tat? Tattoo? What? Is that? Fancy. Oh, plus cat. Oh. Well, Pam didn't write this one. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I guess every man's fantasy is two pussies, right? Is that the Jesus? Uh, I don't like fucking around animals. So just say that. No animals. Not uh, dogs, cats. No insects. Mosquitoes are the fucking worst thing in the world. You just can't, can't fucking smack some mosquitoes on your ass at the same time. It just ruins everything. We're fucking, I hate life. <laughs> okay, this is going to be a zinger. It's going to be a real fucking doozy. Most profound religious experience. Okay, so um, one morning I woke up uh, real early in the morning before the sun came up, and I did a bunch of acid, right? Because uh, I like to do acid and then watch the sun come up. It's fucking cool. Uh, so I did a bunch of acid, and I watched the sun come up. And then I went to YouTube uh, to try to brainwash myself into believing in Satan, right? <laughs> so uh, for the better part of the morning, I'm watching uh, all these uh, satanic videos, and um, it didn't work. You know, I don't believe in Satan, uh, but they did raise some good points. You know, there was some really, you're just like, huh, why, why is there literal satanic imagery in a CERN video? This is very strange. Um, and then... Uh, I had this idea, and it is this. Uh, If our universe is infinite, and there are infinite parallel universes with infinite amount of possibilities, then all gods as we know them exist in some of those universes. So I just scientifically explain God. Smartest person alive. Yay! On the hell hat. Yay! It's UFC Sierra. Your next comedian's genius. Uh, he is. He's really funny. I'm glad to see you. I haven't seen you in a long time. And uh, he's so funny, and even with his own material, but let's see what happens when he doesn't have material. Clap your hands together, everybody, for FC Sierra. Yay! I'm not talking to the people in the room. I'm talking to the people on the radio. Shit. Don't be rude. Hello, listeners. How are you? No, shit! Uh, I don't know. I've never said shit like that. Uh, but that is the first time. I. It was like, I usually say fuck. 
like that and I call someone like a fuck as a noun, but shit as a noun I rarely use. Uh, which is sad. You're welcome. Like, I really hate you right now, but you said thank you, and I can't not return it with a you're welcome uh, because I'm polite and uh, you're a bad person, Zach. Anyway, spiders. Spiders uh, are a thing. Okay, Pam? I fucking, I moved to the city of Hayward, California uh, approximately a year and four months ago. Uh, within the first week of living in Hayward, California, uh, I was bitten by a spider on my leg right here, uh, and within the following weeks, it turned black, uh, and it, it had a hole, which I've been told is called an abscess, uh, by, I think I just made that up in my head, I've never been told that, I didn't, uh, I never told anybody about this spider bite, I had this spider bite on my leg, uh, and I just decided, let's go with the old remedies and just see if I don't die, and it progressively grew bigger until it was about a third of my thigh with that large, like a, a dime-sized hole uh, that would get mildly pussy. Uh, I don't, I don't consider myself as an excess pus giver to the world. Uh, like for instance, my girlfriend recently read a fart list to me, uh, fart facts, which which we like to share with each other. Uh, and one of the things was the average person farts 14 times a day. And ever, and I was like, that's stupid, that's fucking dumb. And ever since then, I haven't been able to stop counting my farts. Uh, and I am definitely like picking up the slack for all the people that are stragglers. That's what I've been feeling. But anyway, the spider bite, I didn't address it and I, I went old style remedy and eventually it just got really big and they were like go to the doctor when I told someone and I was like no you always find out uh, bad stuff about your spider bite when you go to the doctor and so I didn't go to the doctor and uh, it's been a year it's been a year and three months and there is still a black mark on the side of my leg right now uh, I would show you but I don't even know how big it is. I don't look at this stuff very often. Yeah, David. All right, it's happening. All right, we always we always predicted it would happen. I'm not gonna do it, David. Huh? I don't, Pam. I don't have good thighs. Everybody knows this about me. I have no ass and bad thighs. I know this about myself. I see it. People look. Whenever I've had a picture taken at a comedy show where they get the back of me. It is the worst. It was just like, I wanted to have ass. I didn't know that that's like, pe people talk about guys wanting big dicks. Not at all. I want a nice, firm ass that people could be like, wow, those are great jeans. Like just seeing them and people are like, oh, I want to buy those jeans. That kind of ass. Like that's what I want. I don't want the kind of, I don't need like to balance it out with a huge penis or anything like that. I want my now penis with like a futuristic type butt. Uh, which they probably won't have butts in the future. Uh, probably won't have butts. We're just going to evolve to have like a back and a hole, sort of like a CD. And it's just going to be you flat and then a hole. And then you're going to attach it to like some sort of Tesla charging device. And it's just going to suction out all the shit and spiders inside of you. Please come inside. 
That was also, uh, I wasn't talking to the people outside, dude. I was talking to the radio. Please come inside. Uh, we need to generate as many human beings as possible for the resistance against the aliens. Please come inside. All right. I don't know what's on the written part of this, but this says on the other side, dad of hers, the one who never shaved and... If Thomas went to their house unannounced, Crispy would be gone out with some other. That was a... You know what, like, you know when people go to, uh, like, therapy and then they get, you induce yourself into the hypnosis or something like that and then you find out, like, oh, my uncle touched me, he had rough hands from construction. I think this might have been the poem written right after... Oh, and it says a three on it. So that was page three of the my uncle or the dad who never shaved. <laughs> Such scruffy beard. I hugged a man recently, and uh, it happens, Pam. I didn't say I wanted it. It happened. I hugged a man, okay, Pam? Uh, I was at a show, and uh, I did a set, and... A lot of it was comedy, some of it wasn't, and uh, afterwards a guy came up and he, and he gave me a hug and his scruffy, unshaved beard touched the side of my face and I have never wanted to be uh, just a, a more unapproachable person ever in my life. Like he, I don't know if you ever had a beard touch you on the side of your face. It is terrifying if you're not ready for it. If you don't, you look at a person, you don't think I can feel that. Be like, I don't look at you, sir, and, and think, oh, that I can imagine what that beard feels on the side of my face and it wouldn't scare me if it happened. No, I see it right now. And if you touch me with your beard and I allowed you to do it, like consensually touching my face with your beard, which probably isn't a law, but if you did that, I would still be surprised by how it felt after. And I've never been with a girl that shaved her vagina, so I don't know how that, uh, I don't know how that translates. Um, I've only enjoyed uh, at least mildly hairy vaginas. <laughs> Except for my current girlfriend. She's at the bar on the corner, so I'm going to whisper a little bit. But uh, those things are terrifying. I didn't know. Like, back in the day, people... I remember this was an argument through feminism. Uh... I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on feminism, Pam. I'm putting it on feminism. I don't know what I don't know what the movement is. Anyway, uh, there was a bunch of ladies that would uh, say like the the go-to line would be like, "Oh, you want me to shave my vagina? What do you what do you want it to look like a kid's vagina? Like I, I'm not. I, you want to see like a 12-year-old style? But no, I don't want to see a 12. I don't even know what it looked like. I wasn't that cool. Like fuck. Anyway, uh, ever since then, it's been like scruffy beard guys that I, I lick. Uh, I mean in terms of vagina. I don't know why I'm talking, I don't know why I make eye contact with Pam when I say that. <laughs> Which is, by the way, uh, has someone ever made eye contact with any of you guys, like during someone doing something to you? Like, either f some sort of, their head on your area. Doesn't matter what area, sir. You might be an elbow skin guy, uh, which is called a weenus. Uh, yeah, that's nice, right? Uh, 
you might be you if someone was there and they were just like suckling your fucking elbow skin right and they were like you know like sort of peeling off or getting a little they bite it a little bit but not hard so you feel the edge of their teeth but it's just like you know their teeth are there and then they they pull it out and they just like rub their tongue on the wrinkly part of your elbow skin and you just go like eh? Uh, and you're just enjoying it, right? You're just like, oh, this is this is the thing that I've always wanted. And you've never told anybody that, but you always wanted it. And this person came up to you or through a relationship and mutual understanding that you were okay with each other. They decided, I'm going to suck on this guy's elbow skin. His weenus is going to be all up in this mouth. And then they were doing that, and you were enjoying it more than anything you've ever enjoyed before. And then they looked into your fucking eyes. How would you feel right then, right? It's ter- It's like when people, if you ever had someone down on your body and then they make eye contact, I don't know what faces suicide bombers make right before they click the button, but it must look something like those. It looks like something's about to get eaten of you and it's, or like they're doing like a soul connection, sort of like the, the avatar thing when they click into each other. It's just like eyes, dick, mouth were one either way it's scary and uh, it's better without a beard i don't i have to read the front of this page uh, <laughs> least profound religious experience uh i can't do this i refuse pam i'm a catholic I was born and raised a Catholic. Uh, If you guys would have seen my spider bite, you would have noticed through my boxer briefs that I am circumcised, and you would have known as well. Uh, But I was born and raised a Catholic. Uh, I was actually... It's a cool thing that uh, Mexicans do. It's actually really cool. Uh, When you're a Catholic in America, they make you go to uh, a school and you have your eighth birthday communion or something like that. First Holy Communion. You're you're a Catholic, you know this. That's why I'm gonna look at you. Uh, so you have your eighth communion. And you have to take like two weeks of classes, and then you get in there, and they're just like you know water, and you're just you're eight years old. So like when I was eight years old, I would go to church, and the pew. Uh, you guys got eight year old boners. You know you know what I'm talking about. The pew was at a certain height. Uh, that when I was eight years old, the the part that they have, they have pews in a church. I'm sorry, you're godless. They have pews in a church, which are chairs. They're like big ass benches and they're made of wood. On the back of those, they have like little slots made of wood on the back of those things and they hold the holy Bibles inside of there and then uh, just a whole bunch of songs or whatever, which I would like, I loved reading those songs when I was a kid. Fucking holy songs. That almost made me uh, like God. But anyway, I would go there and uh, there would be Jesus right up there and he's hanging and they have Jesus. And if they didn't have the cross behind him, he would be more terrifying because he's just like, oh shit, Jesus. Actually, I went to a Christian church one time and they have Jesus off the cross. It's like, this is not, no, he's supposed to be dead and then he's coming back. We're not doing a preview on where Jesus is at. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to find out. Also, Jesus coming back seems weird because he's like, 2,000 years old by this point, and he'd be gross looking. Uh, I'm pretty sure he'd decay nastily, and you wouldn't want anybody trying to give you a fish. If he's trying to give you like a fish and some wine or some bread, and then it's just like a skeleton with meat clinging to it, and you can kind of smell him, and he has the bone smell. I don't know why I've smelled bones. I'm probably, I've played with Native American bones. I'm, uh, I think I'm cursed. I have. That's a, that's a true thing, Pam. Uh, When I was in middle school, uh, 
I went to a school that was next to a Native American site. They were trying to add to the school. They dug in. They hit Native American bones. Uh, this is in Fremont, California. And then the scientists decided, we're going to breach out to these kids, maybe make a few little archaeologists of our own. And they decided to bring those bones to the class and show us these artifacts. And they didn't understand at that point, there was no stopping me from just trying to take attention from learning. So I, as soon as they walked in, they put down two femurs and I picked up both the femurs and I was Native American drumming with their legs uh, for a while. And I haven't had good luck in my life. And if I could attribute it to that instead of not trying, I'm gonna do it. Uh, Anyway, that's not real. So any, I would go to the pew uh, at the church, and it was at a perfect height for me to stand up, and they would talk about Jesus. You have to stand up and sit down at church. It's, it's exhausting when you're a fat kid. It was terrible, uh, and I was large. And so uh, I would get up, and then I would look at Jesus hanging, and he'd be kind of scary because his eyes are He's supposed to be dead, but his eyes are open, and no one's taking him off those nails that they have inside of him. It's really unappealing but I would stand up and they would hear you'd hear the sermon or whatever and it would it was at a perfect height for my eight-year-old penis and I used to fuck the shit out of the out of the bible holder in the back of the pews at at catholic church I have to I've never admitted that to anybody I used to stick I would I would just like it would lean up and then I would stand and they'd be like oh He's standing for church. What a good kid. He doesn't have... And I'd just be there, and I'd be rocking. And I'd be rocking. And Jesus was hanging. And that wasn't the least religious experience that I ever had. But uh, it was probably not... Eight-year-old boners aren't that noticeable, though, Pam. I don't don't have a lot of experience in knowing this. This isn't like I've gone through the research of knowing eight-year-old... Fuck. I don't know why I got into that one. Uh... For the record, listeners, uh, not a pedophile. Anyway, uh, oh shit, Pam. I almost talked about my least religious experience. I digress. I digress. It's not like Christy lived alone. There was that scary wore a leather jacket like he was a brawler. Christy's a guy. In fact, maybe it'd just be Mr. Lichterman at home. And... Goddamn. That is a troubled childhood. That person had a troubled childhood. Unshaven beards, Mr. Lichterman. He was a father. Favorite hangover food? I don't know, but I don't give a shit about brunch. That's all I. That's all I want to say with this. Uh, why did that become a thing? It's just we're gonna have worse foods for you that you could only eat on a fucking Saturday. That's not cool at all. And they're like, oh, it's good for hangover. You go out on a Saturday or you go out on a on a Friday night and you get drunk as hell. You wake up the next day. You go to twelve o'clock brunch and you have something covered in fucking hollandaise sauce, which is the worst thing ever. Which is the I would I would totally rather have my own semen over eggs and an English muffin. Uh, 
is that what is that what hollandaise tastes like? Does it taste like semen? Fuck, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to do a side by side test. That is gonna be a not fun brunch, but but I'm gonna learn something. Anyway, people get into the hangover food thing a lot, and uh, don't worry, dude. I'm looking at the floor. It's all right. I feel you tightening up your legs. I wasn't looking at your crotch. Uh, I know I was talking about eight-year-old boners, and then you were probably thinking, like, oh, maybe he wants to find out about 28-year-old boners, too. No, dude, come on. I was fucking the pew. Let's move off of it. Anyway, hangover food. What do you like? What do you like, fella? Uh, Where do you get a breakfast burrito? What's in a breakfast burrito for you to consider it hangover food material? Uh, chicken. Chicken? <laughs> Fried chicken? Fried chicken and eggs. What kind of fucking burrito place are you going to, man? Everywhere around here, you're just pointing out to the world. Yeah, what fucking place can't you get a fried chicken and egg burrito when you wanted it for breakfast? I'm hungover. Like you just walk up. I'm hungover. Where's my fried chicken and egg? And they're like, this guy's still really drunk. This is this this man has a problem. That's that's cool though, dude. I, I like to make dreams possible too. That's why the sushi rito exists. Just some guy was like, I don't. I love this burrito, but what happens if I change every single item into it until it no longer resembles a burrito and then the worst part of it becomes the wrapper on the outside of it which still has the sushi rice it's fucking terrible i eat them a lot i really like them uh it's a bad idea it's a bad idea i don't support it and i eat a lot of sushi burritos uh what about you sir i'm sorry you've been staring off into the distance trying not to make eye contact for a while how are you Ever since we talked about the weenus thing and the eye contact, we have not had the same relationship. Uh, and, and you have a clean-shaven face, so I, I could imagine hugging you, and I would probably be lovely. So what is your favorite? No, not right now. Uh, not, I'm not saying not. Okay, dude, we're going to hug. I'm sorry. We're hugging. Oh, oh, I got to feel your face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was beard! Oh! I don't know why that, that gets me! Oh! I'm scared. <laughs> I probably have to go to therapy and get hypnotized to find out something yeah. about it. I think it licked my cell. Huh? I think it ticked my cell. Oh, you have a tick bite? Yeah. Dude, you have to tell somebody that before you rub your face on them. <laughs> I found a tick on the back of my head three and a half years ago, and I don't know, it was on the same spot. I'm pretty sure this is a mole. Uh, but I have been trying to pick at this thing in the back of my head for the last three years because I'm still convinced there's a tick head somewhere back there. So this is gonna be, this was great, <laughs> guy. Anyway, what is your favorite hangover food, sir? I'm sorry. Uh, wow, I like how you said it because it it sounded vaguely ethnic, but not Mexican ethnic. Uh, yeah. That's good. I, no, 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 it sounded like you said it with kind of an accent, but it didn't sound like a Mexican accent. It sounded like a Turkish guy saying, quesadilla. Wow, that's lovely. All right, can you say uh, salmon croquette? <laughs> All right. All right. 
No, it's okay. Not everybody could say and, salmon cro- You see, I can't even fucking say it. God damn it. I can't say salmon croquette anymore. Uh, this is my life, sir. Uh, favorite hangover food is probably, uh, I get wine drunk every once in a while. Uh, or maybe I don't get wine drunk every once in a while. That would be better to say. Uh, I drink wine at home and uh, I drink and then I fall asleep happily uh, maybe do a, a soft rub on my girlfriend uh, like not I don't, I'm not talking sexual this is just like hey she probably has a knot in her back let's do it while she's sleeping and then I, I give her a soft rub and then I'll, I'll feel in an amorous mood uh, last time I got wine drunk uh, I tried to initiate the sex with her uh and she was also drunk and she was sleeping and she is not a she's not like a wake up and fuck type person which most penises are good at doing uh like they like to wake up at night they love to go to wake up in bed and they're just like rise and shine and they they decide their own time they're they're like a, a beautiful rooster and uh i reached over to her and i was just like trying to start having sex with her uh, and I even asked her like I woke her up what you should do if you're gonna have sex with your girlfriend guy come on oh shit anyway there's been a lot of things that sound weird but are not admitted crimes uh, I woke her up and I tapped her and I asked her if she wanted to have sex and she was still waking up and so she was doing the sleep voice and people always go it's sort of like a train voice <laughs> And then, oh, I don't want to have sex. And I was just like, okay, uh, no big deal. Uh, and then my drunk wine boner was still there. Um, and I was trying to get to sleep, but I couldn't get to sleep. So eventually I reached over and I tapped her and I asked her if she wanted to have sex again. Solid no. I was good with that. I was like, okay, is it okay if I pleasure myself? Which I don't say pleasure myself to her. That would, that would sound never say that to a girl uh say jerk off you could say jerk off and it sounds a lot less weird than can i pleasure myself miss uh so i reached over and uh she said no and so i still had the boner and i asked her okay uh can we or can i just like hold your boob while i jerk off is that okay and she was like Ugh, no i'd rather have sex i was like oh shit i guess we're not having anything right now because uh, bed boner just went to sleep uh, and died, and then I woke up, and I had eggs with fried chicken. <laughs> Thank you. Borders on performance art. That was FC Sierra. Yay! Yay! We have one last comedian for you guys. You should be super excited. Clap your hands like you haven't clapped yet for Michael Brandon. Yay! Don't like to think about it. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys so much, man. I, I hope I don't disappoint, man. I don't got the improv skills like FC Sierra. I don't, uh, sorry, man. I can't afford that UCB. Uh, all right, no. All right, no. So just draw one, right? Yeah, pull out of the hat. Ooh.
This one's just a phone number. <laughs> Should we call it? Yeah. It actually says something. Boom. <laughs> Fucking acting, dude. <laughs> Suck on that, Sierra. <laughs> Hit them where it hurts. I mean, I guess that would depend on like who it is. Am I right? Like, I think if like if you hit me where it hurt, like it wouldn't it wouldn't be like um, it'd probably be like my comedy. I'd probably get like I wouldn't get like super offended. It would depend on like who was telling me that my comedy sucked, you know. But like, I think it, it would just depend depend on like who the person is. But I really think you can like stick a dagger into that one. And I think we should do that. Let's divide the room. Ah, oh, see, already divided, dude. No, you know what? I let's play a game then. All right, let's pick one person in the audience, and let's all pick something. That, let's all hit him where it hurts. All right, let's, yeah, see, already everyone. Why do we love to hurt? Like, I don't know why. Oh, let you know what? Let's pick. Yeah, we were just talking about you, dude. All right. All right, let's all let's all for our audience members. I'm gonna, I, for our, our for our radio podcast audience. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna paint a picture right now. All right, right now we have a guy. All right, we have we have a guy here. He's about six foot five, about six foot five, two thirty, and it's like a lean two thirty. He's got like he's got muscle tone in there. He's got a V neck on. He's got a tattoo of a of a fucking bird. Have you ever sailed the seas? Fucking fake, dude. <laughs> Fucking, f- I'm calling you out. You've never. He's got a bird. He's got a bird. Like he's served in the navy and he's gone coast to coast, but he's never fucking touched the water. <laughs> fake, dude. And you got an aquatic fucking watch on too. Jesus Christ, dude. When, when does fucking playtime end for you, dude? <laughs> Give it up, dude. All right. What do you, God, for the audience in there, this guy is obviously successful. I mean, he's well groomed. He's like the exact opposite of Zach Wiseman. Uh, <laughs> and he's clearly good looking. Stolowitz, would you hit on that? Sure. <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> there it is, dude. He spreads his legs and shit. He probably has a needle dick, though. Because you can't, you can't have it all. You can't, am I right? You can't have it all, dude. Like maybe that maybe that's why he accessorizes. <laughs> so yeah, he's like you know, but it's good though. It's good. like he probably doesn't have a big dick, but it, it gets the job done. You know, it's like it it's enough it's enough to be it's enough for a woman to be like, hey, he's got a good job and he's gonna make a great father someday. All right. <laughs> Are you in a committed relationship? No? All right, maybe less accessorized, right? <laughs> maybe that might be doing it, all right? Ladies, any ladies in the crowd? Pam, are you a little are you a little thrown off by the accessories? I like men express themselves the accessories. Well, <laughs> that was, yeah. You, and you carry around a gemstone? Fuck, dude. You're god-awful. You are... That's, it's not even a, he's not even a gemstone. It's a fucking vial of some liquid. Vodka, dude. 
What is it a vial of? First of all, what fucking gift shop did you buy that at? <laughs> that was obviously something you purchased when you were finding yourself. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. You know that probably was it's probably some let me let me guess, Nepal? No, you, what what third world country did you go fuck up? <laughs> Where'd you get it at? Today, we're coming. <laughs> oh, great, dude. You know they probably. It, you know what it probably was. Zach Weisman probably pissed in a vial and was like, "This is some fucking antique rosemary blood." Like, and you were like, "Oh my god, what a great accessory!" <laughs> Fuck, dude. Okay, let's all join together and pick something about him. <laughs> How do you know people here? Oh, and you're a good person. That's <laughs> oh, so much. We're learning so much, dude. No, I don't know why we love to hurt. It's so weird. Like, but okay, so we we have to zone in on one thing because you got a plethora of just awful, and uh, <laughs> but we we have to pick the one thing. Okay, we have to pick. I personally, the vial for me is what's doing it. That yeah, that's what and it's the the thing is too though it's like it's, it's it's a vial that the necklace is a piece of string, you know that's what really just like oh my god dude god so many car accidents I wish you were in uh, <laughs> and then maybe like you survive but then the vial like 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 you get into a car it's like oh the airbag didn't kill me but then you look down and the vial is going into your lung. <laughs> <laughs> And then you and then we look and they're like, oh. And then the the ambulance guy shows up. He's like, oh, you should never wear glass on your body. <laughs> um, okay, we can. I guess we can. We got this is fun. This is. <laughs> I've. It's. I am enjoying. I. I. But I also wanted everyone else to get in on this. I also. I feel like we can all pick on him, right? Like he's different. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pick another. I'll pick another one. I'll, I'll pick. Another. Okay. This one says, "Backpack fantasies." Well, you're up again. <laughs> God, how much did you spend on that backpack? Don't even. Don't even tell me, dude. I. Probably spent my rent on that shit. Uh, no backpack fantasies. Why uh, do you know? So you guys know each other? How do you guys know each other? You guys vile brothers? <laughs> All right. You're the Mexican one, and he's the dark one. All right. That's one hell of a way to talk to ICE. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know you guys knew each other. Do you guys work together? I'm sorry, what was that? Oh, wow, cool. Thank you for coming out and, su and supporting her art. Really appreciate that. Uh, backpack fantasies, man. Backpack fantasies. It, was that it? I was just shooting the... Sh Is it really expensive or something? For the, listener, for the listeners at home, he has something that... It looks kind of like Superman's chat. No, it... 
it looks it looks very indestructible. It's got a it's got a whole bunch of gear on it. Yeah. It's got it got it's got all kinds of Yeah, it's a nice backpack. It's got all kinds of gears on it. It's got like this shell coating that looks like like the Ninja Turtles chest. Uh and it's got all kinds of things that you can strap, like you can strap onto it, like a bunch of carabiners and stuff, man. It makes it, it's really useful when you hop into a, a Uber out of nowhere. <laughs> it's so convenient. And so, I mean, yeah, you could just be like, I got to throw on my backpack, man. It's super, it's super well built for the outdoors because this Uber's coming in two minutes. <laughs> How much was it, if you don't mind us asking? Damn, dude. First of all, can I tell you something right there? That was dope, the way he said it. He said, I don't, I don't even know. He doesn't even look at the price tags. You're like, you're like Mexican Lil Wayne, dude. <laughs> I don't, you're like, don't need to look, man. Don't even look, dude. Put a number on it. <laughs> That's pretty hot. Stolowitz came a little. <laughs> Money doesn't turn you on, really? Wow. That's more baller than you, dude. <laughs> I didn't know you came from money. That's cool. Oh. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty baller to burn through it before. What are you like, thirty something? Thirty four. Yeah. Thirty four. Wow. Wow. That's good. Good stuff, dude. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> well, I don't want to make fun of the poor. It's just. <laughs> 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 uh, so your backpack adventures. You, you, you've definitely had some backpack adventures. I could, I could tell you're a world traveler, mainly because uh, you're not white. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so obviously you came from somewhere else that was that's what we call it people call it an immigration i call it a journey <laughs> i don't uh whereabouts are you from eastern india, eastern india. wow i, I kind of heard that in your accent too a little bit i was like oh wow eastern india right. <laughs> oh is it closer to bangladesh it is. wow i did not pull that right out of my ass <laughs> you see that <laughs> That is cool. That is cool, man. I once had a, I had the sickest, I had a backpack once, man. It was, I loved that thing. It was, uh, I lost it at a taqueria. And what sucked about it is too, is that like, I, what sucked about it is too, it had sentimental, like the backpack for it, like didn't really, it, the contents that it had in it were sentimental to me. Cause like I got a, I got a sweater the first time I ever hosted a comedy show, I got paid for it. And the venue gave me a sweater with like the hoodie. It was like a hoodie of the venue's like logo on it. And I had it in there, and then like I was writing a joke down on a piece of paper, and then I left to go meet up with this chick that I was gonna bone, and uh, and then totally lost that, and I really regret losing that because of that sweater that was in there, man. So that was if I could go back in time, like if I could capture time in a bottle. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna pick another one. Pick another one. Best three-letter word. The best three-letter word, man. Wow. I okay. I really wish I had grammar skills at this moment. All right. Uh, the, there are there are some good three-letter words. Um, 
I don't want to say. I mean, does the NFL count? Can we say that? It, does, it doesn't count, right? No, that's an acronym. It's an acronym. It doesn't really count. Uh, you knew that, am I right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> some people caught that. All right. Uh, uh, he just got it. <laughs> you get it yet, Solowitz? All right. Cool. Uh, <laughs> right, the best three-letter word I can think of, man. Um, I would say tie. Tie is the best three-letter word. I think because it can mean a lot of things, okay? It can mean a successful tie that you got employment and you're going to be able to provide for your friends and your family. That's cool. But it also means that, you know, maybe it's a life-saving. You're like, oh, you got to tie that knot. You can save this person's life. Oh, man, get a life raft. There's so many things you could do with a tie. You know, like, for instance, uh, you could tie uh, you could tie someone's arm and they can shoot up and feel good for a couple of hours. All right? Or... Or maybe someone's like in a job interview and they're gonna they gotta go to this job interview and they're like, Oh man, I don't know how to I don't know how to make a tie. I don't know how to make and then perhaps it could be like it could be like an old timey guy and he'd walk up and be like, I'll show you how to tie this one, you know, youngster and he shows him how to tie and then he passes on that knowledge of how to be a gentleman. Alright, have you ever worn a tie, sir? What do you what do you do for a day job? That's that's what you want to hear when someone wears a tie. <laughs> what, are you, what are, you, are you employed right now? Okay, that's a no. <laughs> Unless, what are you, are you an architect? You can't be sure. We're, dude, we're all being honest, dude. This guy admitted to like all the bad things he is. He told us where he was really from. Why you gotta fuck up the vibe, dude? I'm over here telling you that I lost a, a really close sweater of mine. He just admitted to blowing all of his family's money. And then you come in here and you're like, oh, I'm going to be fucking different. I'm going to Instead of being honest, I'm going to I'm going to lie to everyone in this room that's being real honest with me. Fuck, you must be the worst dude at NA, dude. <laughs> You don't gotta, you, come on, man. There, you, there's no, no one's gonna judge you here. We fucking, we all love each other. We, 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 that's why we're here. We, we love it. Like, if you were to like, if you were to tell me like, I don't have a job right now, I'd be like, all right, that, you don't have a job right now. There's fucking like 10% of the population have a fucking job right now, dude. Doesn't make you, doesn't make you a piece of shit at all. Or if you if you were if you were to say if you were to tell me like oh you know what I I do have a job but like I don't I don't like speaking about it because maybe I don't like it then I'd be like oh fuck dude I can relate I can I fucking hate I don't I dis I don't hate my job but I don't want to fucking talk about it and shit dude but instead you went the route of being like time to lie do, do you work for the state department that's a great job man. <laughs> Why the why would you lie why would you lie about why would you lie about that, man? Who doesn't like the State Department? I would take a job with the State Department. Fuck yeah, dude. Getting job security? Yeah. Take it in a heartbeat. Alright, what what in reality what, what do you do? Oh. Dude, that's commendable. I can you're chasing your dreams just like all of us here. <laughs> <laughs> cool man I, you want to know something about startups uh, I had an idea for a startup 
and nobody ever funded me. No one ever. I never. I had a. I had a proposal. I had like I was like trying to find VC 